Hey y'all, welcome to the Surviving the Day podcast, where we share the everyday living experience of survivors. Thank you a ton for listening. I'm your host, Megan Doherty. I am a brain aneurysm survivor. In each episode, I welcome guests who will share their smile approach to living beyond the crisis. And sometimes I share my own insights, understanding, and awareness and my love for coffee, poetry, pets, and fitness. All stories are told with a positive twist. I hope listening will help you discover your own smile story. Hello, my coffee people. I am here today with a friend of mine from Australia on the Thanksgiving Friendsgiving thing, Friendsgiving podcast that we did when I had my friends from online world, Michelle and Fancy on, we talked a lot about our Australian friend, Matt, Aussie Matt. This is Aussie Matt. He G'day, is Oh, hello. Good day. Say it again. Talk. Got to talk to him. G'day, mate. How's it going? They have to hear your accent. Um, He is here today (laughs) to talk about working with people from America and the difference is in the culture and the background of the culture. Hello, Max. How are you doing? G'day, Megan. How are you going? All is good. It's afternoon here now it's what time is it over there it's two o'clock here it is 5 47 a.m in the morning in the australian capital he is up at really odd times for australia but really good times for america i believe that matt in Australia, gets no sleep whatsoever. And that is pretty true. He drinks really strong coffee, though. So all is good. All is good with go us. Go hot or go home. Okay. All right. All right. So, so Matt, let's talk about you working with people around the world and the smile story in that. So, Matt, what is your story? My story is um, I was a support worker for about seven years. And in those seven years, I was was lucky enough to be able to work with people from all kinds of walks of life, from all kinds of different countries. Went from as far as America all the way to Thailand, Philippines, Italy, Germany, um England one of my favorite ones was actually from England um uh Indonesia like the the more I think about it the more countries that actually end up popping in my head where these lovely people have come from and doing that kind of work for the amount of years that I'd done I got to listen to a lot of stories got to see a, a lot of people struggling with different things as far as um like 
actual physical disabilities like being a quadriplegic, a paraplegic, dealing with brain damage. Um, some people it was more mentally where they were dealing with substance abuse. And I, I was fortunate enough to be able to try or to assist these people as much as possible and give them a better quality of life. That is very important to be able to do all that stuff. I'm really glad that you have been able to. And from knowing you, Matt, that definitely fits your personality, like a smooth cup of coffee. I try to be smooth. You are. You got this. No. All right. Let's talk about your mindset and in going into this stuff. You are a very caring person. Kind of have to be for this job. Yeah, exactly. You're a very caring person and you have a good knowledge of people and their personalities. Even just from knowing you online, you can read people very well, Matt, which Thank is, you. it's a really good concept to have so going into this field and working with people what was your mindset my mindset was to always try to be positive and try to be happy and to make a difference in people's day so always try to bring people a, a laugh at the end of the day that, that was pretty much my mindset I wanted to make people happy. I wanted to um, get their attention away from being upset, miserable, sad, to just like, you know, being bright and happy. That's probably the best way how I can put it. That is a very good blend, blended personality to have and mindset to have in this, in this world. That also was kind of obvious even in the online world because you were really willing to listen to people and to actually be there and get to know them and joke with them and try and make everyone smile and laugh. And I guess that is kind of what would come with a job too. So I guess all of that in a way became part of your personality. No, it definitely did. I actually also just try to imitate my father. My father works in the same kind of field, and I I used to try to imitate him. He, I'm exactly like him. The only difference is he's six foot and I'm a little shorty. So I'm like the um, Mr. Aussie Matt 2.0, if you will. Mr. Aussie 2.0. That I think would be really good because especially if coffee is blending near you, it is more likely, I would think, to come down further. So you are at least more at the level of the scent than way up high. Exactly, because I can't reach those high levels. Yeah, that works. That works. Yeah, I need a step stool for it. Yes. Okay, Matt, let's talk about the interior of this, of working with people from around the world. Do you have any particular stories of people 
like in general or do you, any any kinds of insights and knowledge that you would like to share Well, the first one that actually came to my mind was um, my father used to take care of this um, old lady and she was originally from England. And we took care of her for many years, even when I was a teenager. And then my eldest brother took care of her. And then I ended up taking care of her. And the first um, shift I ever had with her, I walk into a house and she was lovely, welcoming, tells me to come into a house but says, um, oh, you're a little bit young. Um, I normally have like, you know, older su support workers, like no offense to you, darling. It's okay. I'm just going to call up the office. There must've been a mistake. When she calls up the office, she goes, oh, sorry, what was your name, um, dear? She's already on the phone to him. And I go, oh, I'm Mr. Aussie Matt. And she goes, Aussie Matt, the the son of Mr. Aussie Matt. Yes, I, I'm completely fine then. I'm in perfect hands. And hangs up the phone. No, let's go. She wanted to hear all about my stories and my life, and I really wanted to hear about hers. I was able to um, get an awesome history lesson from her. She was in England when the um, Nazis were actually bombing it. <laughs> and I got to hear about all this um, crazy stuff. It was like reading an actual history book, but this was someone who actually lived it. And got to get educated on making a very, very good cup of tea. And apparently I make the best. Out of all the support workers she had there for years, I always made the best cup of tea. Um, that is something very important in life. It really is. It's not coffee, but what can you do? The English, they love their tea. It's close. It's, it's close deep. in it's close in that in England. Exactly. They're they they love coffee like people mostly from Australia and America love their coffee. Exactly. Very good to learn. And 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 work with working with this um lady, she she was a, just an amazing woman. She the amount of stuff that she did in her lifetime was was remarkable I, i've always had a um always had like a very like like an appreciation like i don't know if that's the right word but i've i've always really respected strong people and and strong women and that's why i had a lot of respect for you the first time i met you you know people who get dealt horrible cards in life but they just consistently soldier on they always have a smile on their face they don't make excuses and they just continue on and they just make things better and better and better and better thank you like yeah it's quite a quite an amazing thing I've, I've always respected it that's probably one of the things i loved working in my line of work with you met these people who could easily have sat down and just put their head in the dirt and just like you know cried and you know been a victim their whole life but they just consistently soldier on they get things done and they figure out ways how to make things better for themselves and better for people all around them. I've now got another client actually popping into my head. Um, I, I worked with this other man, but he was an actual Australian. Um, and he unfortunately became a quadriplegic um, 
from such like a, a, a weird accident, actually. Um, after all the crazy stuff, stuff he did, he ended up getting injured in um, a way that you'd think was unlikely. Um, but, but this man, he loved fishing um, before he became a quadriplegic and he decided that he was going to still fish no matter what. So he figured out a way how to get himself a fishing rod that was actually battery operated and he could still have control of like one of like a couple of his fingers. He could still push things. So this fishing line, he could reel in by pushing a button. But then there's the problem that he can't cast it, cast out the fishing um, rod. So what he then decided to do was he decided to make a spud gun, which is like a little potato launcher, but modified it in a way where he could actually freeze bait and we could put the bait into the end of this spud gun and then he could push a button to send out the bait into the ocean. So that is, That's so neat. It, it really was. It was quite, quite remarkable. You know, like even though he couldn't build the spud gun, he could still take control in learning how it's all done and directing his short little Wumpa Loompa, which he used to like to call me, to do all the, you know, meaningless tasks. <laughs> he was a bit cheeky. <laughs> bit of a cheeky man. Matt um, is a bit short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, it, we ended up going on a fishing trip together. And, like, sure enough, he actually caught himself a fish. The only problem, though, lied where um, he, he needed to uh, um, grab the fish, which he obviously couldn't do. So he, he had to send me down onto these, like, really sharp, sharp rocks to get the net out and catch his fish. And the whole time he was giving me quite a bit of curry on on getting it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting it and picking it up and bringing it back. Yeah. I was there for a purpose and he made sure that I fulfilled my purpose. That's very that, great that you could be in situations with people to find their perfect coffee notes to go with their smile stories and their perfect coffee notes to be happy and good and keep going and living it, it, it was definitely very very rewarding but it, it was a lot of fun to watch got to always see something interesting he also used to play video games and he used to use something called a quad stick and i don't know about anybody who watches those online streamers but i can't understand it it's not interesting at all i'd rather just play the game but watching someone who can't use their um, arms or all legs and like their hands the way how we can, but actually play a video game and kick butt in it is is quite impressive and it's quite mm -hmm. interesting to watch. I'm sure it's very well. I know from personal experiences too. It is very interesting some of the ways that you can find to do things that are just not Definitely. typical and not normal. Oh, definitely. And, and it makes you reflect on yourself as well when you uh, get in the car after work. And if you're like myself, I've been struggling with a bit of weight loss and I always make excuses like oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I only eat horrible food because I'm always on the go. You know, oh, I'm always too tired, this, that and that. But then you see these guys absolutely killing it and they're not making any excuses. It kind of gives you a bit of motivation.
kind of gives you a lot of a bit of motivation. Yeah. All right. Realize so, I don't really have a lot of excuses. Yes. So I guess that was kind of the mindset and the interior. Let's talk about your life and working with the people and do the people, can the people stay in contact with you? Um, professionally, no. Um, like you got to remember, you, you care about these people a lot, but at the end of the day, it is a service. You don't want to really be adding people on Facebook, seeing people in their own um, private time. You've got to keep things professional. Um, in saying that, though, I, I possibly um, made made friends with some of them, like to, to a degree. It, it depends on, on the ones. Like the old lady I was telling you about, she was a very, very important part of my family's life and her kids also um, gave us the blessing. So we would go above and beyond with her. Even if like it wasn't a registered shift, we would still pop around there, have a cup of tea with her. Other support workers would do the same thing just because she made a massive impact in everyone's life and we all deeply, deeply cared about her. Um. Yeah, we'll it's, we're always there for her till the end. It's always great to have people in your life that do add the perfect notes of yep. coffee to your um to your life and to your story and to your smile story. Ah. She was definitely that. Yeah. She was definitely that. She she was my adopted English grandmother. Your adopted English grandmother. Well, let's talk about the ever after in this a little bit. Will you keep doing this, Matt? Will you keep working with people like this as long as you can? I, I definitely will. The only problem is I've now taken a step back from it because um, I ended up having a son. And when my son was born, I... Um, the perfect coffee bean. He's the cutest little kid in the world. <laughs> oh, he's absolutely adorable. Australians make cute babies. Yes. Yes, they yeah. do. Yeah, little joeys, we like to call them. That's a lie, but that just sounded funny in my head. Yeah. So between the little Joey and your wife and you, that is the perfect blend of coffee. I would say so, yes. Yes. He yes. definitely got all the good coffee beans, though, from the wife. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. The coffee genetics run strong in her. Yes. Coffee genetics is very important. It is. It has to be the perfect mix and everything. Yeah. Now, speaking of coffee, Matt, what would your favorite types of coffee be? You like strong coffee. Because yes. uh, over in Australia, the coffee is very, very strong compared to America and I'm sure a few other countries. Well, there's this coffee um, 
coffee brew we've been getting lately, like this bag of coffee beans. And it comes from a website called Coffee Hero. And I believe it was an actual African blend, but all, all done like Australian-y. I, I don't really know. I'm, I, my wife's the coffee lover. She's the coffee guru, if you will. So, uh, like these coffee, coffee beans, aficionado, like, yeah, the coffee aficionado. So, she like I put her onto those beans. She got them, and she was like, "Yep, no, nah, this is amazing." And honestly, I can't, I can't disagree. There's almost like a hint of um, chocolate in it and nutty, and it's like, wow. That's probably one way how I'm like an American, though. I I drink my coffee black because apparently that's how God intended it. I don't, I can't drink all of my coffee black. I drink some of it black, but not all of it. But that's also because of the strength of the coffee. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with some milk and sugar. No. Yeah. Except for people who are sweet enough. You don't need no more sugar. Just yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about your favorite workout, Matt. My favorite workout, what I've been doing lately, is just the bare basics, push-ups, log walks, and sit-ups, and I've also been fasting. Oh, and been doing the carnivore diet. Only eating meat. Only eating meat. Yeah. No potatoes or anything, just meat. No, no potatoes, no nothing. Although last night I did have like a bit of a, a a bit of a cheat day. I took the wife out to dinner and I did have a couple cheeky potato chips and they were lovely. Mm -hmm. That is very fun. Very fun. Yes, it was a good way to practice restraint though, because like I think I ate like maybe about five, seven of them, but I'm like, okay, carb down, fatty, you gotta stop. You gotta you gotta yeah. carb down. Let's no look, more. Let's relax. No more chippies. That's one way how we're different to you guys. We like to say chippies. Yes. yes. That was one of the very interesting things about meeting Matt online with Fancy and Michelle that are on the Friendsgiving podcast that I did earlier. Because we're from different countries, we have a few words that are and a few phrases that are completely different and throw throw people off oh yeah so like when i say um chippies you guys probably think of a bag of potato chips am yes. i correct yes yes you are whereas absolutely correct yeah whereas we like that's our word for fries so in uh, australia chips are chips the bagged ones, the potato, actual chips, your fries, just any anything chip-related is chips. Just let's keep it simple. Just chips. I'm all yeah, about the coffee. I'm all about the coffee beans, not the chips. Yeah, well, that's probably why you're more fitter than I am. <laughs> no, you're you are what you out. eat, and I, oh, I started to become a potato there for a while. Well. Potatoes are good, depending on In what quantity. Kind. Yes, smaller quantity. All right. Well, Matt, thank you very much for joining us on here today on the Surviving Midi podcast and for okay. sharing. 
sharing your smile story about working with people. And we hit a little bit more into cultures, differences and everything. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, y'all, for listening to the Surviving the Day podcast. I hope it offered you insight and motivation to help you survive the day. If you like this podcast and want to enjoy even more chat, coffee, poetry, and workout challenges, please subscribe and feel free to follow me on Facebook at Never Stop Trying Surviving the Day and Instagram Never Stop Try N Zero Zero. Also, if you feel so inclined, please feel free to donate to my podcast. You can find me on Buy Me a Coffee. All links are shown in the notes. Thanks y'all very much and please enjoy surviving the day.